We're at the Elite Eight. Yeah, baby, it's booze time. This panel is great. Yeah, baby, it's booze time. This bracket has been so very choice. Except for Mike's bad singing voice. Some votes have been quite suspicious. God, this drink is delicious. But we got a champ to crown. Watch another bottle go down. It's time to go vote. Baby, let's vote right now. Because, baby, it's, it's boozy time. <laughs> Okay, that was really good. <laughs> not bad for not having rehearsed at all. I'm sorry, Drew, for your uh, freaked out look, but there weren't that very many <laughs> there weren't very many circumstances I could get Chris to call me baby. All right, <laughs> listeners, if you're not scared away yet, welcome to Boozy Bracketology, the final episode of the month of December as we seek to crown our champion tonight in the best holiday episode. Just real oh, quick, you had two women you could have picked to, 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 to duet that song with, and you messaged me. It was <laughs> way funnier. It was way funnier. It was also my wife's idea. <laughs> well, she is way funnier. Yeah. Anyway, I am your host, Mike. I will be guiding you through this. Uh, I think we're all already maybe a couple drinks in. <clears throat> but we're going to go meet that great panel that I mentioned in that uh, particular opener. And we're going to find out how they're doing and what they're drinking. We're going to start off with Leah. Chris's wife. How do you feel about your husband's little? It was duet? so good. I'm so proud of him. It Aww. was wonderful. I like listening to him sing. Um, but I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, just drinking a little diet coke, trying to uh, get enough enough energy to make it through the rest of this bracket. So um, bring it on and bring it on. We shall. Yep. I know we're running a little late tonight, so I will keep it moving right along. We're going to check in with Drew next. Uh, based on your facial expression, I'm not sure I want to know how you felt about that intro, but what well, are you doing and how are you drinking? I mean, I mean you said the uh, only way you could get Chris to call you baby was to write this song for him. Watch this. Hey, Chris, give me a dollar if you call me baby. I'm not a hoe. I'll call <laughs> you baby for free. <laughs> See, there you go. That's my <laughs> man right there. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm drinking a... Uh, uh, Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. <laughs> yeah, I got the uh, little sizzle that, there. It's, uh, that's that nice. bottle sizzle. I like it. Very nice. Yep, I, I shook that motherfucker up real good before we <laughs> did that. <laughs> that is excellent. All right. Next up, we have Brittany. Well, you know, I'm still recovering from the last episode and the, uh, you know, lecture I got afterwards. Uh, but as for what I'm drinking, I figured I'd finish the bracket off of how I began with a uh, beer called Fistmas. So, good Fistmas job. Time. <laughs> I still love the name of that beer. Yeah, it's great. There are certain websites you don't want to put that beer name into, just throwing did, it out there. Did I buy it just for the name? Yes. But I stayed for the taste. So, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Next up, we have Tim. <laughs> Bro, Tim's struggling with the technology. You work in IT. I don't know why that keeps doing that. Anyway. I hey, Tim, try turning it off and turning it on again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I am doing well. I am drinking another Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. And I am ready to uh, disappoint all of you. <laughs> oh, you couldn't possibly disappoint me. Uh, no, I take that back. You actually very well could as I'm looking ahead. Uh and finally, my duet partner, Chris, baby, what you drinking? 
had to switch to the hard stuff after that, huh? Brittany, you made me do this. <laughs> I still love Batman. I have had this bottle for about a year. This is by far one of the my favorite bottles I've ever owned. And Brittany made me kill my bottle. Like, my one of my favorite bottles. This is a bottle of Maker's 46 Cask Strength Whiskey, Bourbon Whiskey, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's hot as hell. It is 110 proof, Ooh. cask strength, and Maker's 46, one of the best whiskeys you're going to be able to walk into a store and find. The problem is, is that you can't walk into the store and find the cask strength anywhere. What in the hell is going on? <laughs> I see the cat got my, my bribe money. I'm happy. I'm happy the Brittany's, cat got my bribe money. I wish it would have happened. Britney's cat attacked her over the Batman decision in the right? last game. He yeah. really likes my microphone and he wants to eat it. Um, no. The way that cat was moving its arm, though, made me think of DJ Kitty. Like, it didn't even look real. I'm sorry, Chris. I tried not to interrupt you. Interrupt yourself. I, I was I was on in my own little world until I looked up and saw a cat fighting her, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm good for duality. Catwoman and Batman going at it. Let's go." That's right. Uh, yeah, this will be gone by the end of the first pick, but I'm going to enjoy it. Oh yeah. Well, cheers, Chris. After all the can popping action last time, I decided I needed to get in on it this time. Uh, last time I brought a Japanese beer. This time I'm going a little bit more local. This is a brewery out of Birmingham that I have featured numerous times on the podcast, the Trim Tab Brewing Company. This is their Citra Singularity Double IPA. It's another IPA from their Light Visions collection. Are they even calling that anymore? I don't even know if they're even calling that anymore. Nope, they're, they're just – oh, there it is. It's at the top. Anyway, I love me some Citra hops, uh, so I'm excited to see how this one is. Ooh, and that is citrusy. That is like basically – Drinking fruit juice. That is really, really good. I'm going to enjoy that. And I am also going to enjoy going through these votes. And we're going to get this party started right now. We've got an upset from the previous round. The number nine seed of How I Met Your Mother, How Lily Stole Christmas. And it is taking on the number five seed, The Simpsons. Simpsons roasting on an open fire. And first up, we have Leah. Well, I keep trying to knock How I Met Your Mother off this bracket, and it just <laughs> keeps on going. Um... So I'm going to talk a little bit about The Simpsons. Um, so one thing about this episode that I haven't talked about yet is the opening scene when they're at this school pageant. Um, and as someone who just recently had to sit through an hour-long school pageant for preschoolers, um, I get it, Homer. It can be very eye-rolly and very agonizing to sit through. Um, it's totally relatable content for me. Um, but you know what's not relatable content? Me calling someone a Grinch and having to make amends for that during the holidays. So I'm going with The Simpsons here. I also had to recently sit through a preschool uh, Christmas recital. It was 30 minutes. That was about the good level. But uh, I will say, finest rendition of Angels We Have Heard on High I have ever heard. Wow. And largely because my daughter is far and away the one you heard the loudest. Aww. She's already got a better singing voice than Daddy. Not like that's very hard. Yeah, exactly. Simpsons picking up a vote. Drew, you're up next. Yeah, this is a this is a quick one for me. I mean, love how I met your mother, um, but again, The Simpsons is one of the shows that raised me, and this is you know episode number one, and it's a Christmas episode that hits you in the feels. Uh, Simpsons all the way. Simpsons picks up its second vote. Brittany. Um, so this is, I believe, the first time Simpsons has. Yeah, this is the first time The Simpsons has been in the running against a show that I've seen way more of and um actually care about more um no offense 
really to Grey's Anatomy or Lost, just never got into them. Um, The Simpsons, I've seen fewer than five episodes. I've seen every episode of How I Met Your Mother, the good, the bad, and the finale. Um, Indeed. I really like the episode of How Lily Stole Christmas. I know someone else talked about in the first round how it really should be called How Marshall Saved Christmas, and that's very true. Um, I just really like the episode. It stands up. It has good, fun things about, like, resolving fights with friends, finally letting, finally speaking what's been bothering you, and then resolving that. And plus, Marshall's side quest with the delivering all of the packages so everyone gets their Christmas presents is just (laughs) peak Marshall energy. And I love it. And... It's How Lily Stole Christmas for me. How Lily Stole Christmas is not going down without a fight as it picks up a first vote. And we're going to check in with Tim next. Yeah. Um, How Lily Stole Christmas is a fan favorite, um, being the number one overall fan seated episode. Um, I am not a big adult cartoon person. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm just not. Um, and and Marshall's energy and excitement about Christmas and the fact that he just like he can picture everything and he wants everybody to describe everything to him. I'm going to regret leaving this on Chris's shoulders uh, because we know his history, but <laughs> it's how I met your mother for me. How I met your mother is pulling even with the Simpsons and heaven help us all. We are, in fact, putting this in the oh, I'm not going to call them completely incapable hands, but. <laughs> of Chris, I know you, you did you did a fantastic job on that intro with literally no preparation so we, you're clearly capable I'm are also, you capable of being go ahead go, sorry no go ahead so I'm also clearly more capable as a host does anybody want to lodge a buzzard beater being that we have a two to two tie I was literally about to get there does anybody want to watch everybody's <laughs> got their buzzer beaters back uh, that includes you Drew launch, who launched that uh, rather Crazy buzzer beater last time. Anybody? Bueller. Bueller. Ligori, take it away. Can anyone here make a custom t-shirt? I'm going to tell you exactly what I want on my custom (laughs) t-shirt. I want a picture of Jason Siegel in the middle. In his best Marshall haircut. I want it surrounded by a Christmas wreath. And at the bottom of it, I I want it to say Big Marshall Energy. (laughs) B-M-E. It's all I want for Christmas. Because, like, Marshall saves Christmas for a lot of people. It's a great episode. It really is. Except for Robin and Barney. Except for Robin and Barney. The Simpsons is top to bottom a great episode. Um, uh, So I'm really torn here because I do believe that How I Met Your Mother has, like, a little bit of the higher highs. But the lowers are so much lower than The Simpsons. Um... It's not fair because, like, one of these is legitimately a, a pilot episode shoehorned into Christmas, but it just freaking works. It really freaking works. I'm going Simpsons here. Uh, Tim, send all hate mail to Chris at PubTriviaExperience.com. <laughs> uh, I'm going Simpsons here. I think it is the more complete show, and it just does feel a little bit more Christmassy to me. And in a nail biter, The Simpsons roasting on an open fire does defeat How I Met Your Mother, How Lily Stole Christmas. Two great Christmas episodes. Uh, I think this is the first discussion of How I Met Your Mother we've gone through so far in this uh, month where no one has used the phrase Grinch. Uh, But nonetheless, 
The Simpsons will be moving on, as will we, to an 11 seed versus a 10 seed. This one's going to be interesting. We've got the 11 seed of Schitt's Creek, Merry Christmas, Johnny Rose, which has taken down Downton Abbey and Seinfeld on its way to get here. And it's going up against the 10 seed of the West Wing in Excelsis Deo, which has taken on itself with the Noel episode, the X-Files, and Friends in the previous episode to get here. Schitt's Creek versus the West Wing. Drew, what do you say? I mean... At least mentally, since the play-in game where it was West Wing versus West Wing, I was, you know, mentally saying you can punch, you know, this West Wing episode ticket to the to the final. Um, it's it's that good a Christmas episode. I love Shit's Creek. I love this episode. The the if if I could have both of the West Wing episodes we discussed play in the final. I would, but until then, this this West Wing's getting my vote. West Wing and Excelsior Steo picks up its first vote. Brittany, you're up. Both of these episodes made me cry. Both of these episodes made me feel things. Both of these episodes made me laugh. This is really tough. It's classic versus new, um, poignant versus family-oriented, never talked to anyone on the West Wing versus had a webinar with Dan Levy. Um it's American versus Canadian when it boils down to it. And just, I've got to make my decision on if I was going to go back and watch one of these episodes over again on its own without watching the whole show. And also, which one just screams more Christmas to me? Even though Schitt's Creek features more Christmas stuff, I feel like West Wing embodies the spirit of Christmas more. And in probably what's going to be my toughest choice of the night, it's West Wing edging out Schitt's Creek. Just barely. And just barely edging out Schitt's Creek, West Wing does to pick up its second vote. Check in with Tim next. I will be honest. Um, the only difficulty in this one is that I really don't watch either of these shows. Uh, but you guys have convinced me that the West Wing deserves to be here probably more. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and cast my vote for the West Wing. And the West Wing picks up its third vote. And we'll be moving on to the next round. But I still want to hear from the Ligori family, starting off with Chris. This is actually really tough because if I'm doing this bracket and I'm seating them my own way, this is a Final Four matchup, maybe a championship game matchup. I genuinely love both of these shows. Uh, to put it out there, my uh, my other Final Four, one of them is still in. I'm not going to talk about that yet. The other one would have been probably the the strike from Seinfeld. Um, what's this? What's the score right now? It's already West Wing, on the West Wing. West Wing's in. It's three. Yeah, up. I've got to give it to Johnny Rose then. I know <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. I, I honestly don't know. I'm glad it doesn't come down to me because I love, love, love both these episodes. Uh, that episode of Shit's Creek just holds a really special place in my heart because of the journey all these characters have been on coming up to this point. And I don't think we talk about it enough, but this is a journey from a sitcom. This is an emotional journey from a sitcom. The, these these sitcoms that are used to be bottleneck bottle episodes, you know, you get the, the beginning, the end, the characters, they might evolve a little bit. These characters emotionally, fundamentally change who they are as people throughout the course, throughout the run of the show. It's an amazing episode. It's an amazing show. If you have not seen Shit's Creek, go back and watch it. You got to get through season one. I'll give you that. You got to get past Mutt and all that crap with Mutt. It's an amazing show. Tim, I would encourage you, man. You know me well enough to know that I don't bullshit. Get past season one. Get to when get to past Stevie and uh, David. 
get past all of that stuff get into the crux of the show it's it's that good shit's creek's gonna get my vote here i mean i actually loved season one too but i think i'm in the minority there but shit's creek does pick up a I don't know if I'd call it a pity vote. It was a pretty emphatic pity vote, but uh, I think it probably would have been a tougher decision for Chris if it hadn't already been decided. Leah, what do you say? I'm angry, but not (laughs) about this choice. I'm angry because while I was trying to figure out some more context to talk about in this matchup, um, I found out that there is a stuffed penguin on the table during the scene in which Charlie and Mrs. Laningham are discussing why Mrs. Laningham is depressed over Christmas. Do you know what that penguin was also in? Friends! It's the exact same penguin that became Joey's um, bedtime penguin pal, Hugsy. Um, and in the last matchup, it was West Wing versus Friends. And this would have been great flavor text for that matchup. And I'm mad that I'm just finding out this now, but whatever. Um, it's definitely going to go the West Wing. It's not going to be a sweep, obviously, because Chris made a poor choice but um it's <laughs> west wing is moving on i have lots more to say about it later but i'm gonna save some of my other stories for later i'm just gonna share my little hugsy fun fact and uh let's let west wing move on for now we can guarantee it's not his first poor choice i mean no we love you leah <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. Oh. Mm-hmm. i'm gonna drink a toast to hugsy as west wing <laughs> is moving on west wing versus the simpsons in the final four i mean Two of my all-time favorite shows. That's just fantastic. We're going to find out what the other side of our final four is going to be right now. In our first matchup, we've got the number nine seed of Scrubs, which has had a fairly easy time getting here, taking on uh, Doctor Who and then New Girl. And it's going to be taking on the Gilmore Girls Forgiveness and Stuff, which swept its way up past the first round, but then squeaked by Parks and Rec in the second round. Scrubs, My Own Personal Jesus versus Gilmore Girls, Forgiveness and Stuff. And we are starting it off with Brittany. Um, I honestly thought that this one was going to be more difficult for me. But talking them through in previous rounds, it's really not that tough. For captive episodes that are, you know, about holidays and which one do I just remember more? In any sort of lineup, if you ask me, oh, what holiday episodes are there? I might not remember the episode title, but I would be like, oh, that one from Scrubs where Turk goes through the faith crisis. I wouldn't be like, oh, that one where Lorelai almost loses her dad and then makes up with everyone. And I love that episode. But stereotypical holiday episode, neither of these are. But they both have great messages. It's just not a tough choice. It's Scrubs. And Scrubs, my own personal Jesus, picks up its first vote. Tim, you're up next. Yeah, um, I think that of the four quadrants, this might have been the toughest region uh, in terms of, like, like I think it's got the fewest weak spots. Um, because there's not really a bad episode here. Uh, but my vote's got to go to Scrubs here. I, I got to go with my own personal Jesus. And Tim is also throwing his vote behind my own personal Jesus scrubs out to a commanding two to nothing lead. Chris, what's going to happen next? I mentioned earlier that my final four would have been those three episodes. And the fourth one is scrubs. This is not close for me. Uh, one of the reasons why I felt pretty good about voting Gilmore girls on uh, is because it wasn't going any further than this. It really wasn't. I've waxed poetic about scrubs. 
the one thing, the detraction I will say about Scrubs is that unlike Shit's Creek, the characters don't really evolve. I mean, Dr. Cox kind of goes from, you know, being a back sort of getting kind of pseudo married again, but the characters here are kind of the same throughout the entirety of the show, whereas the fundamental nature of the characters in Shit's Creek evolved throughout the show. But Scrubs is a sitcom. It's it's the traditional sitcom that you usually see with drama mixed in. With that being said, my own personal Jesus is a phenomenal episode. I also want to point a point of contention. I don't know what a quote unquote standard Christmas episode is. I don't know what that means because <laughs> the episodes that are left are drastically different. They're fundamentally different. And I, I love that. I, I, I think we've done a great job of whittling this down so far. We've made some mistakes, but we ended up in a pretty good place. Scrubs gets my vote. Let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Scrubs gets Chris's vote. We'll be moving on. It's already up three to nothing. It has its deciding vote. But I want to check in with Leah next. What do you think? Yeah, I'm not voting for Scrubs here. I'm definitely voting Gilmore Girls. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I've I've made my feelings of Scrubs abundantly clear um i just i i don't get it i don't get the characters i don't i don't root for them i don't i root for all the gilmore girls even though they suck so uh i gotta go gilmore girls here and just not giving it a pity vote but i'm still not gonna i'm not gonna cave to pressure to vote for scrubs just because everyone says it's awesome i gotta stick to my guns and i'm voting for gilmore girls because i know it's awesome Anybody know anybody here want to buy a sexy Dr. Cox Halloween Christmas costume or Halloween costume? <laughs> Isn't that just a Dr. Cox costume? Yeah, I was going to say. Well, it's... the shorts are really short. No, that that's fair. That's fair. No, okay, nope. I'll, I'll get my $20 back from somebody else. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls picks up does pick up a vote. Uh Drew do we get this one right? Oh, we absolutely got this one right. Uh it's it's not even close. Like I said before, big Gilmore Girls fan, but uh, this is this is a just one of the best episodes of Scrubs, and uh, you know one of the best episodes of one of my favorite shows. It's getting my vote hands down. And with that, Scrubs will take a four to one victory and move on into the final four, meaning the final four will consist of three of my top ten television shows of all time versus two television shows I never watched. One of these two will it be? Rugrats, who, in case you forgot, beat Batman the Animated Series in the previous episode after knocking out the OC in the first round with a Rugrats Hanukkah. I just love saying that. I mean, I totally get it. Like, Or will it be Supernatural, a very supernatural Christmas, which beat out Curb Your Enthusiasm and Frasier to get here? Rugrats Hanukkah versus a very supernatural Christmas. Tim, we're starting with you. In this round, this is the hardest one for me. Um, I have a lot of nostalgia for the Rugrats. I was right at that age where I was able to enjoy both Rugrats and Doug. I grew up in the quote-unquote Orange Years, um, which is a great documentary documentary about the rise of Nickelodeon, but that's neither here nor there. I grew up in that era. Um, of Rugrats Hanukkah is fantastic. At the same time, I've made no secret that Supernatural is the reason that we have this bracket, the reason I wanted to put this together. Um, every year, my wife and I's tri- a tradition for Christmas is we don't watch a ton of Christmas movies. We watch one or two. Um, you know, your elf, your the Grinch. Uh, we're going to add 8-bit Christmas to that. Um, but we we watch... 
we watch our favorite Christmas episodes of our favorite TV shows. We go through all the Office TV shows, uh, Christmas episodes. We go through the How I Met Your Mothers. We go through the New Girls and the New... Uh, all of, a lot of the ones that you've seen on here, we go through. The first one that we fired up this year is A Supernatural Christmas. It's the one we've watched so far. Um, it's a favorite of mine. I love Supernatural. It was in the middle of the peak of uh, the, the the five season supernatural arc that started the show. I've got to give it to Supernatural. And a very Supernatural Christmas picks up its first vote. Chris, you're up next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, supernatural. And Chris, with one of his patented short and to the point votes, Leah. I like this because it's two completely different kind of holiday um episodes here um supernatural i just i love this episode and i had i've seen a couple other supernatural episodes i tried to watch the series you know a, a while ago and i didn't make it very far um so that was really the only context i had before watching the supernatural christmas episode but i liked the pagan god silliness that was weird i love 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 the stuff between the brothers as they flash back to Christmases of the past for them and kind of you got insight into their upbringing. It was all really, really good. Um, the Rugrats Christmas episode, well, not Christmas episode, the Rugrats Hanukkah episode. Uh, like I said, I just, I don't get, I never really watched Rugrats growing up. Um, I get it that it's, it's more culturally relevant, which is why I voted it through the last round. Um, but to me, just between these two episodes, Supernatural, I would watch that episode every single Christmas. Even though I've never really done that before, I would add it into my rotation if me and Chris did something like Tim and his wife do. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to vote for Supernatural here. A very Supernatural Christmas picks up its third episode and we'll be moving into our final four. But I am very curious to hear what our final two panelists think, starting off with Drew. Um, yeah, so I'm voting for Batman the Animated Series, Christmas <laughs> with the Joker. Wait, that that didn't go through? Oh, um, I'm, I'm getting back on the Jew train and voting for Rugrats then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had a feeling that was where that was going, although to be honest, if you had wanted to lodge a write-in vote at this point, I probably would have let you, but... Oh, well, then Batman the Animated Series. Forget <laughs> the Rugrats. We're, we're going to count that one for Rugrats, but yep. Rugrats does pick up a vote. Let's close it out with Brittany. Do we get this one right? I Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I know I'm the reason Rugrats was against Supernatural, and it does have the nostalgia factor, but I just, I really love Supernatural. It's, it's, it's one of, I mean, like I said, I just started rewatching it because I can put it on while I work the Rugrats Hanukkah episode was amazing and I didn't like picking it over Batman but I would have picked Supernatural over Batman too it is just it's an episode I like going back I love Sam and Dean trying to sing Christmas carols to the drunk old guy silent night round the table and like <laughs> they just don't know the words they've their Christmases are thrown together with other people's stolen presents. Yes, Drew, I can see you like giving me the if you were gonna vote if you weren't gonna vote Batman through, why vote Rugrats through if you were just gonna vote it out? But I'd make my choices in the moment. 
and my choice in this moment is supernatural. <laughs> Brittany, if it makes you feel better, I have what I call moments of insanity on this. I've had several in the past on this podcast where I, I vote for something, and then in the next round, I will literally say, I shouldn't have voted for that. I should have voted the other way. I just made that choice in the moment, so I totally understand there. But <laughs> that that description made me really want to watch this episode. A lot of you are all descriptions and made me really want to watch this episode of Supernatural. It will be moving on to the final four uh, to, as I said uh, earlier, face off against three of my favorite Christmas episodes of all time. I am just your humble host. I don't have a dog in this fight. I mean, I do, but I don't have a vote in this fight. So we are down to our final four. On one side, it is going to be Simpsons roasting on an open fire versus the West Wing in Excelsis Deo episode. And on the other side, we're going to have Scrubs, my own personal Jesus, taking on a very supernatural Christmas. And I have literally no clue how you all are going to make these decisions. And I'm glad that I don't have to worry about it because it's not my problem. We're going to start this one off with Chris on the left side of the bracket. It's actually a good thing you're starting with me because my... My feelings on this are pretty freaking clear. Uh, <laughs> one of these, one yeah. of these is in my final four. One of them is not, and I do love the Simpsons, but oh god, the Mrs. Landingham piece just brings me to tears even thinking about it. It's so good. She shows up at the end, and oh, there there isn't a bad thing about that episode. There's a lot of sad things about that episode. There isn't a bad thing about that episode. It is wonderful storytelling. It is wit is wit beyond wit when it comes to how it's written. It's lovely. The only thing that I can say about that episode that I'm not a huge fan of is not critique of that. It's a critique of the show as a whole is that a lot of the, there's no callbacks to any of the stuff that happened prior in future episodes. It's very, very rare. Um, and the West Wing is very guilty of that because lessons learned in previous episodes don't necessarily filter in the lessons learned later on. They make the same mistakes over and over again. They learn the same lessons over and over again, but in, in a, an encapsulated episode, this is wonderful television it's not close for me. And I hold The Simpsons, that particular Simpsons episode, in pretty high regard. And Excelsis Deo is a masterful Christmas episode. It's wonderful. I encourage you to go watch it. And Excelsis Deo picks up its first vote. Leah, what do you think? Okay, so one thing that I haven't talked about yet from this episode of The West Wing, I'm really, I might as well have just told, told you guys every scene by scene that's happening in this episode because it's really <laughs> all so awesome. But I'm trying to pick the ones that are are, are more awesome about the holidays since this is a holiday bracket. Um, the thought of the president having to shut down a bookstore to go in person to buy gifts for people is kind of like super hilarious. And you've got Mandy in the corner being all like Scroogey, which everyone hates Mandy, so it's fun. Like, love you more, Kelly. You're a great actress on other things, but not on the West Wing. But when she's like all grumpy, like, this is a horrible idea. This is, blah, 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 you know, because um, that's really how she sounds in my head every time she talks. And when her curly hair comes on screen, I just want to like scream. I'm just like, get off the stage. Um, but like when he is like talking with Leo and they're doing their whole like um, iambic verse about different books and stuff, things like that, like, that's totally like, pompous not pompous that's not the right word it's kind of like fraser kind of like fraser where it's just the president's like all-knowing and he's all scholarly and things like that and he's wanting to buy all these like scholarly gifts for people it's just like really fun to watch him in that bookstore scene it's it's i like it a lot um and it's very holiday-ish so that's going to be my little my little scene that i'm going to talk about in this um 
section of the bracket because of course my vote is going to go for this episode of the west wing um simpsons you had a really good run run um i'm proud of you um i would be open to watching more of you in in the future but the west wing is always going to have my heart and the west wing does pick up its second vote uh i'd be lying if i said that right before i introduced leah i already marked her vote down on my little sheet of paper here Yes, but West you've been Wing. wrong before. You didn't think I was going to vote for The Simpsons all those other times either. So I, that, I is 100, that is one hundred. That is one hundred percent true. That is one hundred percent true. But I was right this time, and West you Wing were. does take a commanding, although not decisive, two to nothing lead over Simpsons roasting on the open fire. We're going to see exactly how much legs it has as we hand this over to Drew. It has long, amazing, <laughs> perfectly tanned sexy legs as it walks down the catwalk into the final uh this west wing episode like i keep saying is 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 borderline perfection um yeah i've been i, I i'm, I'm kind of glad i get to cast the uh, the third vote to uh to send it on its way and send it on its way drew does as west wing in excelsis deo picks up its third vote and moves into our championship. I do want to hear from all of our panelists. First up is Brittany. Sure. I think I'm unmuted. Yeah. You are. Uh, sorry. I <laughs> Good. I knocked over my beer and I've been hastily trying to clean it up <laughs> while waiting for my turn. Um, I think I got it. Um, so party foul on me. Um, but uh, if Drew hadn't cast the deciding vote for West Wing, I would have been because it just... You know, Simpsons had an amazing run. Yes, it has a lot of cultural significance. It, it it definitely deserved its place in the final four. But I saw West Wing going to the final, like, as soon as I saw it on the board. Um, so it's West Wing for every reason we've said so far. <laughs> yep. And West Wing does pick up its fourth vote. And Brittany, if it helps, if I had a nickel for every time I've done this, that on Boozy Bracketology... I don't know. I'd probably have like 30 cents. So it's not like I'd be rich, but I've done it several times. So no shame. Being your own Patreon supporter. (laughs) That's right. West Wing's got its fourth vote. Tim, will it be a sweep? Yeah, it's going to. Uh, I do want to just take a quick second just to kind of express how satisfying this final four is. Right. Uh, Because it's, it's a very diverse final four. You have one animated show, one hour-long drama, one sitcom, and one, you know, quote-unquote genre TV. Um, And so, you know, it's very satisfying in its diversity, Uh, but this is the end of the road for The Simpsons. (laughs) And... Tim playing host way better than me pointing pointing that out that it, it, that is a fantastic point about how many different genres we have managed to cover in this final four and we are sending the hour-long drama into the championship and now we're going to find out who it's going to be facing off against will it be the sitcom of scrubs with the my own personal jesus episode or will it be a very supernatural christmas and we are starting off we're back at the top with leah supernatural all the way so good so good so good just like sweet caroline so i mean i think i've said everything i need to say about supernatural and all the things i don't really like about scrubs like the characters so um i'm gonna go for supernatural here <laughs> and i marked that vote down for leah even quicker than i marked down the west the vote yep. for west wing for leah as supernatural picks up its first vote let's send it over to drew well for me 
I've said it before and I'll say it again. Scrubs is one of my favorite shows. This is a fantastic episode. Um, you know, with the supernatural fan base that we have here, I don't think uh, Scrubs has a snowball's chance in hell of moving on, but I'm going to vote for it. You never know. Scrubs does pull even with Supernatural. We've got a one-to-one tie. This is already a bit more of a nail-biter than the previous uh, matchup was as we head over to check in with Brittany. Um, this one is rough. It Because even though Scrubs is a sitcom and Supernatural is, as Tim put, a genre show, the episodes themselves both tick a lot of the same boxes. There's the crises of faith, be it in God or be it in just humanity like each other as family there's um comic moments there's you know they just in my mind when i watch them they tick a lot of the same emotional boxes um everybody wasn't moving for a second and i thought i had disconnected (laughs) because you were all sitting so still um (laughs) but this is just this is really tough uh i just i kind of have to go with the supernatural makes me want to click next episode and scrubs i like watching it and just kind of going away with it and it's just it's supernatural supernatural does pick up its second vote and i i know these choices are tough Brittany, uh but uh that's what we're paying you for except we're not paying you we're getting paid (laughs) no you guys are getting paid didn't mean to get your hopes up there (laughs) but supernatural does pick up its second vote Let's check in with Tim. This was actually a very difficult choice for me uh, because honestly, it's two of the best. I mean, that's why they're in the final four. This would have been probably, if I had my choice, my championship matchup. Uh, I say that as the person who put the bracket together. It kind of was my <laughs> choice, but it kind of wasn't. <laughs> this is supernatural for me, though. I I, I I love Sam and Dean killing the, the, uh, the, the good old fashion 1950s Christmassy couple who are also pagan gods so it's supernatural and I've made it clear that I've not ever not seen supernatural but all these references to like killing pagan gods and this crazy kind of shit really does make me think I I mean it's like it's like 15 seasons like it's it might be a tough but I might need to I might need to dive in on that one if nothing else you need to watch this episode because I feel feel like it's one that you can watch without stop after season five honestly I mean like (laughs) it's it's a fine show but it was originally designed to only be five seasons Sure. So they wrap up a lot of stuff really nicely in season five. You could stop there. Okay. And that and that's fair. But Supernatural does pick up its third vote and we'll be moving on into our championship game to face off against the West Wing. Chris, excoriate your fellow panelists, please. I would, but first I have to Google excoriate because um, <laughs> I, I got the dumb. <laughs> I'm flabbergasted. I, I'm <laughs> speechless. Because do stakes not matter anymore? One of these shows is clearly science fiction, and one of these shows is clearly reality-based. And the horrors of demonic possession, in my opinion, mean nothing to the horrors of having to spend your days in a hospital or spend your days as a pregnant teenager alone by themselves and having your doctor pass you off to the point where you feel you've got to just leave and you can't handle this. 
the horrors of oh my lord like having your baby in a hospital on christmas eve for god's sake the horrors of watching bad things happen time and time again in a real world scenario listen dean gets sent to hell and has his soul ripped apart and that hits nowhere near as hard as this episode of scrubs does there are 13 seasons of Dean and Sam fighting demons and nothing they ever do hits as emotionally hard as this episode of Scrubs does. This episode of Scrubs hits every beat. It's funny. JD, Dr. Cox, the janitor are funny. It challenges your preconceptions about femininity in the workplace. It genuinely does because you've got the old stuck in their way as doctor challenging the young intern about what her future is going to hold. And then it's got someone who sees the absolute worst time and time and time again, until he is metaphorically down on his knees, beaten down to the lowest part of his faith. And he's still able to rally and find what is truly important in life. And he's able to go out there and help a friend right a wrong a criminal wrong something that if 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 this didn't happen elliot that character doesn't that character's done if turk doesn't save the day that character is done but turk is able to figure out what's going on he's able to see the light and he runs he runs he doesn't know why he runs he runs to the north star because that's where he's supposed to be and he knows it in his heart after all the bad things that he has seen that day when he is at his lowest point he sees the north star and he runs I am severely disappointed because that episode is an episode that will restore your faith in humanity. And I love Supernatural. I think that show is 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 a really fun watch. That episode can't touch what Scrubs does on an emotional level. That episode can't tear you down and bring you back in 30 minutes. It can't. This is Scrubs. This isn't close. I'm done. And Chris, for somebody who needed to look up excoriate in the dictionary, I think you pretty much just provided a definition for it. <laughs> but nonetheless, your final your final matchup in the championship game will be the West Wing in Excelsis Deo, the number 10 seed, taking on another number 10 seed. This is the lucky 10s, 10s in this particular bracket. A very supernatural Christmas. We're going to start this one off with Drew. Well... You know, in the in the last matchup, you know, Chris pointed out a show that's, you know, a science fiction Christmas show versus a show based in reality. And uh, the storylines in in this West Wing episode are just so, so grounded in reality and every story, every story hits. Um you know, we've talked about a lot of episodes where certain story arcs in the episode are great and others are kind of eh. Uh, this episode fires on all cylinders. Um, this was this was my hands down pick to win the whole thing from the start. And uh, it's getting my vote here in the final. It's West Wing. And West Wing picks up its first vote. Let's check in with Brittany. So this is an interesting final because you pit either of these shows against anything else except for the one across from it it's not the easiest decision but it's a relatively easy decision to make and i'll say this a very supernatural christmas is one that i like to go back and rewatch because it's fun killing pagan gods with a christmas tree is hilarious <laughs> um if you touch me again i'm gonna fudge and kill you 
is an amazing line and I just enjoy the heck out of it. But you put it up against an Excelsis Deo. And I, I say you in general because we all did it. It just, you know, culminated. Um, it's really Tim's fault is what I'm getting at um, as the person who set the bracket. Uh, and you put this up against anything else and it's an easy choice for me. But even though A Very Supernatural Christmas is the one that I want to go back and rewatch over and over again, if I'm thinking about what is the best holiday episode and really one of the best episodes in TV history that I've seen, it's in Excelsis Deo. I may not want to go back and rewatch it year after year, but it sticks with you. And like we've talked about so many times, you get the chills every time you just talk about the episode. And that is good television. It's a great story. It's a wonderful episode. So it's well, West Wing for me. Sorry to the boys. West Wing and Excelsis Deo gets a second vote from Brittany and has a very supernatural Christmas barely clinging to life. Tim, are you going to resuscitate it a little bit? Oh, that there mute bug, which is a real bitch tonight, guys. I don't, I don't know why my button my button works. Anyway, I am going to resuscitate it a little bit. I know it's not going to matter because I'm pretty sure I know where the next vote is going. I know where Chris is voting here. Uh, I just want to point out something that we haven't mentioned so far, and that's at the end when Sam gives Dean a glass of eggnog. It's supposed to be non-alcoholic, and he goes... I th- let me know if it needs more alcohol he poured like a whole bottle of rum into it (laughs) and so dean's reaction is completely genuine because it's loaded on screen (laughs) and he had no idea it was coming the chemistry between jensen ackles and jared padalecki shines in this episode um you 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 feel for what they're going through, how shitty their Christmases had been through to that point. Dean is trying so hard to connect with Sam because he knows it's his last one. Spoiler alert. It's not, but that's just because of the mechanic of the show. But but he knows it's his last one. He's going to be dead within the year. And he's, he's trying so hard to connect to sam in this episode who doesn't want to celebrate christmas for the exact reason that dean wants to and that's because he he can't bring himself to admit that it's it's dean's final christmas and christmas was hell when he was a kid and they had very different experiences and it's just a beautiful beautiful bottle episode like it 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 features into the overarching plot but i just told mike you can watch this episode having not seen any episodes of Supernatural and you kind of get everything. You might miss a little bit of the gravitas, but they really explain it well. And the kids that they cast to be young Sam and young Dean couldn't be more spot on. You know, to me, this is what a genre Christmas episode is supposed to be. It's lighthearted. It's fun. There's stakes. There's literal stakes. I mean, stab it, stabbing, <laughs> stabbing Mr. and Mrs. Claus basically with a Christmas tree is amazing. And you know, Chris is a horror fan, so I know, and I know he's going to vote against this, but it's the wrong move. This should be supernatural Christmas. A very supernatural Christmas picks up an emphatic vote to keep West Wing from advancing into the champion circle just yet 
Christopher, over to you. So one of the things my mom instilled in me um, was to always look on the bright side. So I really want to take just a, a minute to thank really everybody but Drew that's on this podcast tonight. Because <laughs> you guys made it possible that I don't have to make a gut-wrenching decision. Your really shitty decisions me meant that I don't have to tear my soul apart to decide which heartbreaking episode of television that really emphasizes the true meaning of Christmas is better. You guys did that for me. So thank you. Um, we want to talk about magical moments between two characters that we know and love Tim. Let's do that. Let's talk about the moment between Josh Lyman and Leo McGarry, where the priest walks by the doctor walks by and a friend walks by friend hops in the hole with him. What did you do that for? I've been down here before. I know the way out. That is everything you need to know about those characters. You can watch this episode of The West Wing, and you know everything you need to know about those characters. You want to know what Josh and Donna are like? It's exactly what Josh and Donna are like. You want to know that Toby can be a pain in the ass a lot of times, and he can put the president in a bad situation from time to time? It's exactly what he does in this episode. You want to know what Leo McGarry is like? Fiercely loyal the entire time, protective of Josh and protective of more than anyone, the president of the United States. You want to know what the president is like? Picture perfect episode for Bartlett. It is a microcosm of what this show is in one episode. The only critique I have of the West Wing, aside from uh, aside from like season five, which is objectively horrible, uh, they actually find their footing after that, though. They, they bounce back is that the characters don't necessarily learn from their lessons moving forward. They deal with really heavy subject matter a lot of the times. This one is no exception. This episode is everything I want in a television show for Christmas because it's got laughs, it's got heartfelt emotion, but stakes? Talk to Mrs. Landingham about stakes. This is the West Wing, and if it was West Wing versus Scrubs, I don't know what I would have said right here. But right now, this is easy. It's the West Wing. Give it the crown. Give it the crown we shall ironically for a show that's focused on the presidency and the white house, we're giving it a crown. Uh, that's neither here nor there though. Uh, West wing will be our champion, but uh, I think I already know, but maybe not. I don't know. I'm very curious to have Leah. I, I didn't plan it this way, but I, I definitely want to have Leah close this one out. Okay. So the West wing, I am so happy. It is being, um awarded the championship medal for this bracket um the funeral scene at the end the last like five minutes of the episode just end on such a strong note um we talk about that funeral scene a lot but i love that they used music and the lighting to kind of cut back and forth between the boys choir singing um the little drummer boy with the funeral as it's happening um the acting and and like I said, the the visuals and the use of sound, it all just clicks and it's magic. It's watching actual magic happen. Um, but what I thought was really funny was that even just reading the script, the the Pentagon got a copy of the script of this of Inishasa Steo ahead of time. And the Pentagon was so touched just by the story with the death of the homeless veteran. Um, that they gave the show access to Arlington National Cemetery, um, but they also supplied, the Department of Defense supplied their own Marine Honor Guard and chaplain and set up the whole funeral scene. So those are all people in uniform that you see are actual members of the U.S. Armed Forces performing their actual roles in a military funeral, which just shows that, like, 
even though the episode ended on such a strong note visually and with sound and with editing and all that stuff, just by reading the script, the Pentagon was so moved by the story itself. And that's what the West Wing is about. It's about the story. And it's such great storytelling. I'm so glad it made it to the finals. I'm so glad it's um, being awarded the championship. It is excellent TV near perfect i'd give it a 98 percent out of 100 far superior to anything else on this bracket it's the west wing and thank you leah you never disappoint yes west wing from a play-in game to the champion west wing and excelsis deo will be crowned but i th- i we do we definitely need to give a very supernatural christmas a hat tip because without it as tim said it we wouldn't have a bracket and tim is raising his finger as if he wants to say something so i will allow it Brittany just pointed out that um, all of Chris's points about the the being in the hole are from the other West Wing episode. I, I oh, was shit. I was I was going to point that out, but I was I was only about ninety percent sure that that was the case. So, um, yeah. in my defense, I've been drinking. It's I was we... like just to stop y'all from getting any <laughs> listener feedback on. Hey, wasn't that the other West Wing episode? Nope. It changed the outcome. My commentary remains the same. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's. It's. But no. I. Uh, I thank. Thank you for saying that because I was wondering that during when when he was talking and I was just like I'm too lazy to look this up. So thank you for not being lazy, Brittany. And hey, thank all of our panel for not being lazy. You guys have stuck it out through this entire bracket. We have. We have gotten to our champion. It is the West Wing and Excelsis Deo. That is the final answer. For the best holiday episode of a television show of all time, we can cease all further debate after now. But hey, if, you, if you're if you not okay with that, if you don't want to cease further debate, if you think we got it wrong, if you want to just give us props for getting it right, come and, uh, come and find us. We do have certainly a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash PTEBB. If you want to support us financially, all that money goes right back into the show. We have several different levels of support, but hey, if you... If financially strapped or just, uh, you know, unable to do that, that's completely fine. Totally understand that. We do uh, appreciate it, though, if you leave us a five-star rating, write us a review, anything like that. It all helps the show get out to more listeners. We have a lot of fun putting out all this content, and uh, we certainly uh, would like to reach as many people as possible. And if you want to interact with us uh, uh, on a more one-to-one thing and, and tell any, any one of us, we're all on our Discord. You can tell us all how uh, we got things wrong, except for me. I didn't have a I didn't have a vote, so you can just tell me how uh, uh, horrendously awful my voice is during all these uh, opening parodies. But that's uh, ptebb.com slash discord. That's the community we're most active in. Uh, we also have a Facebook, The Lounge, for fans of Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology. Uh, Pub Trivia Experience is our sister podcast. That's what gives us the PTE to the BB. But for... The month of December and for the Boozy Bracketology podcast, your champion once again is the West Wing and Excelsis Deo. And I have been your host, Mike. I've been Leah. I'm Drew. I'm Brittany. I'm Tim. And I'm glad Brittany didn't forget her name. It sounded like you're, uh, I'm Brittany? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I was debating, I, I was debating this- on telling people where they could send their opinions about Batman too. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Brittany. <laughs> at this point i'm not sure if chris has remembered his name since he hasn't said it yet but <laughs> i'm chris are you happy there now? i is. haven't spoken enough this episode right exactly thanks everybody for listening uh have a wonderful holiday have a happy new year we will see you on the flip side in 2023